Kerry Washington is doing a lot more besides acting on the set of Scandal. Plus, find out who was nominated for Outstanding Actress in a Drama Series. All that and more coming up on Shondaland Weekly. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I'm dancing more than y'all. Y'all uh, like to sing and I'm I'm giving that that diva. We tried to keep it cute because you, you by I'll yourself on this side. But if you like it, you should have put a ring if, on If you want to dance battle, you can get one in here. <laughs> Yes, hey guys, happy. welcome to Shondaland Weekly. I am Tori Broussard. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at, at Tori Broussard. Elmarie is not here with us tonight. I know. I miss her. She's on a plane, so shout out to her. Safe travels. Yes, um, but she will be back. She will be back next week. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> my little emoji. <laughs> um, but my fellow co-host... Where can we find you guys? Yes. What's up, everybody? Keith Andre here. I'm, I feel like it's been forever. I don't know why it feels like a it's long time. It's only been a week. <laughs> Child, and a week is long enough. But <laughs> you can follow me everywhere on social media at Keith underscore Andre. You guys, I'm so ready for this Shonda news. <laughs> What's up, you guys? I'm Lanisha, and you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Lanisha, spelled L-A-N-I-S-H-A, 914. You guys already know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure everybody else who's watching likes to do the, what, the 914. Just like you. <laughs> every like, time. It's so signature. Okay. It is signature. So signature. I deal with her every yeah. single time. <laughs> every single time. Well, I am happy to announce... That I did not provide the wine for tonight. Oh, my God. Yes. for yes. the first time, guys, has brought the wine. But unfortunately, I am not drinking any. I'm a little under the weather, and my medicine will not allow me to drink it. So, Lanisha, please. But you guys know that means Tori has to drink double <laughs> the next time, obviously. Okay. That's fair. That's absolutely fair. But little does she know, I brought back a blast from the past (laughs) because one of our viewers, shout out to Kat Harlem, said that Roscato is currently my favorite red wine. So I was thinking, you know what? When Tori brought it, that was my favorite too. So I had to bring it back. And for those of you guys that are just tuning in and didn't know, it has red berry, blackberry, all the berries of sweetness, you guys. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not normally a red wine drinker, but like I said, it has the wineness of sweetness. That's why I brought it. This is true. So I'm nice. actually a fan. So nice. We brought it back mm-hmm. twice. Okay. <laughs> guys, you guys, cool. I got this at Vons, so y'all could get it at Vons, Bedmo. Um. <laughs> Go well, get you. Let's start it out. <laughs> okay, per thank usual. God Cheers. it is Monday. am. <laughs> I feel oh. so accustomed to it now. You okay. know, that's like our signature. It's like yes. wine. Well, right. I, I mean, I know what that tastes, but my water was my mm. water was pretty good. I'm it's glad very crisp. I it went down very easily. Nice. It's very good for your body. It is. It, it is. is. It, I've, <laughs> I know I've been drinking it for the past week straight. I hope so. you feel better soon, though. I do. I do. So do I. But enough about me. Let's get into some Shondaland news. Yes. Oh, snap. Okay, Let's break so it down. I, I don't know. Oh, my hmm. That makes me feel really, like, professional. Don't you love it? it? <laughs> 
All right, so I don't know if you guys follow Carrie Washington on Instagram, but she's posted three photos that mm. I've seen. Yes. Um, one, she's dressed just like Olivia Pope. Yep. And the other one, she's wearing rollers. Yep. <laughs> um, but both photos of her are clearly behind the scenes, next to a camera. If you read the caption, she's not only been acting in Scandal, she's been yes. directing. Mm-hmm. Yes. She even posted one of the scripts. Yeah. Yes. That said, directed by... Carrie Washington. Washington. And I yes. squealed. It's that like Olivia versus the people. Uh. <laughs> I can't wait to see that episode because if you've been watching Scandal, it's Ooh, been getting intense. It's the cliffhangers. Exactly. Oh, oh my gosh. They're so good. And you know what? Maybe that's why it feels like it's been so long to me just mm-hmm. because you know all of the shows are on you know their winter break. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I was super excited to see. First of all, I've been following Carrie Washington for a long time. I love her to death. Yeah. I think she's super talented. So it's dope to see that she's because I don't know if she's directed but on Scandal before. I don't know. I think so. This is, this is her. Yeah. I yeah. think this is her first time. I know a lot of other people mm-hmm. have, so I'm excited that she's taking advantage of that opportunity. And right. just because it is the last season and we'll get to see like Carrie go back into like more acting yes. roles. So it's nice to know that, you know, she's got her foot in it. I'm excited mm-hmm. to see what she does next, but I think this episode is going to be a good one. She yeah. is most definitely a boss because honestly, she's not, she's not like a side character. All the characters are important but she's right. the lead characters mm-hmm. she has right. a lot on her plate exactly yeah. and you're directing that's a lot yeah it's a lot of work right but how do you i would, would like to know how do you direct but still give the people what they want you know what i mean it's exactly. one thing to just be acting it's another thing to be directing there's and that's acting. two completely different perspectives mm-hmm. yeah and so that's pretty cool but also very challenging on yes. her part. How do you switch in on and off? Exactly. Right, and exactly. just compartmentalize, especially because, like you said, I'm directing and I'm acting, but I'm directing and acting alongside people, mm-hmm. too. Right, so exactly. So how do you juggle that to kind of make everything um, mesh well? But I'm it sure she has a help. It her, actually, mm-hmm. because Absolutely. her character, it's herself. She, like, she's the leader. She's the boss. She's taken over. Now she might have to calm herself down as being a director, not as as intense as Olivia. But you know, it kind of gives her that leadership. Hey, I'm a leadership as a director. I'm already learning all these roles. Maybe it might help me be a leader when I'm playing Olivia, Olivia Pope. I'm yeah. sure it will. And she has a production company as well. She so does. Mm-hmm. we have to remember, remember, you know, she's a consummate professional. She's been doing this for years. So it's I'm really looking forward to seeing her direct. And like I said, this episode, just mm-hmm. coming off of what happened before the break with Scandal, mm-hmm. is yes. going to be... <sighs> I don't even <laughs> that's, know. That's all where, the that came out. <laughs> I don't even know what to expect. I we know. have to figure out if Quinn is dead. Like I don't oh, know. Please. Okay, but okay, okay. Let's let's dial in on that for a second. Yes, I, I'm just gonna take a vote. No explanations. Just a simple <laughs> yes or, or no. no. <laughs> Lanisha, what did I say? Yes or no? <laughs> Keith, what did I say? Because y'all y'all like to go on and on. We we're do. not doing that right now. I, I want a yes and a no. Really? Yes. <laughs> okay. okay. Are you guys ready? Yes. Yes. Is Quinn Perkins dead? No. Well. Uh-uh. No, no, no. Okay. I'm gonna go. I'm going to go with my. I don't. I don't know if yes I should go. Yes or no, Keith. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm gonna say yes then. I'm gonna say yes. <laughs> yes. It's the final season. I'm just um yes. Yes. Period. Okay, we got a yes <laughs> or no. Let us know in the what live chat you? what you guys think. I don't think so. 
I don't mm. think she can get away that easily. Uh, you think? Yeah. So yes I, I, no. I sure, I sure did. <laughs> I surely did. Moving on. <laughs> speaking of big accomplishments, we were just talking about. Carrie is directing and acting on Scandal, mm-hmm. but she, along with one of our others, Viola Davis, yes. has been nominated by the NAACP Image Awards mm-hmm. for Outstanding Actress in a Drama Series. Yes. yes. How awesome is that? Super exciting. I think they both have been nominated yes. several times before. Yeah. Car- well I, deserved. Has, has Carrie won in the past? No. She, she hasn't. Never Viola. But Viola Davis. Yeah. Well. No, I knew Viola yes. won, but I didn't know if before we got How to Get Away with Murder, if Carrie had won uh, an image mm. award. But maybe Wait, not. an image award in general or for Scandal? For Scandal. For Scandal. Uh, yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. I do not think so. I don't know. I mean, I'm excited they're both um, nominated. It's a super tough category. You it see is. them and all the other nominees. I know. So. Um, they made it definitely so hard to pick. They right? did. Obviously, yes. Taraji P. Henson for Empire. Exactly. Yes. What's her name crazy. from Queen Sugar, who I Ugh. love. I don't know. Do you guys watch Queen Sugar? I do um, not. Yeah, I, I gotta get caught back up. <sighs> but, but I do watch my Empire. You're talking about <laughs> Rutina Wesley. Yes, yes. Yes. She's good there. And, and then, um, Journey yep, from got, mm-hmm. Underground, Underground, which I have not seen. It's I heard a really Underground good show. is really good. I am a fan of her. It got so. canceled, but it's a really good show. I'm glad mm-hmm. she got nominated, but I don't know who who are you guys putting your money on. I'm going with Viola. Uh, See, no, I'm going. I'm going with. uh, I was about to say Olivia Pope, (laughs) Carrie Washington. (laughs) Really? Just because I feel like she's worked really hard, and and I feel like yeah, it's her Mm -hmm. time. She deserves it. I love Viola Davis. The the woman can act for sure, but. You feel like I, Carrie, it's time I, for it's Carrie. Time for somebody else. It's time um, for Carrie. <laughs> this is Scandal's last time. I want Carrie right, to get exactly. an award for what exactly. she deserves because honestly, the whole Scandal cast, great. Uh, it, props to writing too, but mm-hmm. that acting, bringing that script to life, each of their monologues, it's so well done. Yeah, I think they've always had good monologues. For me, I think looking at it, you know, from an actor or like from a creative perspective, I, I give the edge to Viola and looking at Scandal, I think they have had trouble in the past. We mm-hmm. know a couple seasons where, you know, the audience we kind of fell out with them and just trying mm. to keep the story going. So I don't know if I feel that Carrie has had a moment in this past season that's been like deserving to me oh. of an award. Over. Because her arc, man, her arc, she went from wanting the white hat to straight up, not not just crazy, because you could play, anybody could play a crazy woman, you know? <clears throat> Viola Davis. <laughs> <laughs> just but this is all happening this season, you know what I mean? So, I'm mm-hmm. excited to see the awards. I'm rooting for them, support them. I, I think, um, I mean, somebody's going to win. <laughs> right, I mean, you know, if, yes. if Jordan got it, Great. Honestly, whoever whoever gets, gets the award, it. it's deserved. It, it is because yeah. they everyone that's job. up there has deserved. And to it's get nice to, that to spot. see that they all are in a place where they're being recognized for their yeah. work ethic and their talent. So yes. for sure, absolutely. All right. Well, I can't wait to find out who Ooh, wins. So definitely be watching. The but game. definitely yeah. kudos and shout outs to our very own Kerry Washington absolutely. and Viola Davis. Yep. We yes. And we'll see you what happens. The boards come on Monday, January the 15th. Yes. So. Mm-hmm. We'll see. We'll see, Keith. We'll see. And we'll let we the people know. See. It's a Monday. I'll be texting him being like, look. We will definitely be on the lookout. All right. On to Shonda Tweets. We have some interesting tweets. Yeah. 
guys. I'm, 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 I'm a little taken back by it, but okay. Right. Um, I think we're coming off of the, you know, <laughs> off of the holiday season, we were kind of all coming together and trying to figure out, you know, what was going to be going on in the news or what was, Sh- you know, what was Shana yeah. talking about. So to right. see it, it was a little like, okay. Right. So our first tweet was actually tweeted by Awkward Black Girl Twitter account. Yeah. They tweeted a um, Blavity article mm-hmm. um, with, I guess they like retweeted it and then quoted, um, um, Oh, Laura, just literally lost my train of thought. Um, necessary. <laughs> they just necessary. tweeted necessary Thank with you. the article. Right. Shonda then retweets that. Mm-hmm. It says, very necessary. Thank you. Right. So I wanted to read the subtitle of this article before we get into it. Mm-hmm. It says, it's important that children are able to mold their identities with appreciation of diversity, of race, culture, and a variety of family dynamics. I just want to let y'all know I read that twice when I originally saw the uh, when I originally read the article because mm-hmm. I was like, okay, that that is a lot. That is absolutely true. Um, it made me think back to last week when I was just thinking Shonda this. was talking about you know normalizing exactly. diversity, making diversity normal, and I thought, huh, what a great start. Mm-hmm. You know, starting with the kids, where where else would you possibly start exactly with something like this? And one thing that stood out to me. Um, One of the co-founders said when they were brainstorming different categories, she said, who's populating these categories? Yes. And then she also said, not how many books are there about African-Americans, children, African-American children. Right. But how are they being represented? Exactly. And I was like, bingo. Yeah. Like, that's the whole point. You can have as Mm -hmm. many books as you want. Mm Mm-hmm. On African Americans, but if they are not being represented in the right way, yes. especially in today's world and society, then what is the point? And movies. I was gonna say that's for books, it was great because I feel like that's how it is for movies as well. Because really, like, let's think what do we have? Mm-hmm. A lot of it is slavery, exactly, to be yeah. honest. And a lot of it has to go back to African American history. And although it, uh, it is important to know about it, Honestly, other races, they got everything. We're there, we are more than just slavery. Like, mm-hmm. there is more to us. Mm-hmm. How are we betrayed in other ways besides that? How, how, how else do you guys see us? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think that makes sense. And it's also important just to note that because there are, you know, other genres of African-American mm-hmm. prose or literature out there that aren't, right. you know, that we just don't have this mass exposure to. But mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that they don't exist. So it is important. It's just like the whole conversation when it comes to the entertainment industry and, you know, black or brown faces. Like, you always hear people talking about, oh, well, don't just want to be in front of the camera. Want to be behind the camera because you're right. not as, we don't see as many people show up there. So it is important to note that they are there. It's just kind of. Like you're saying, trying to yes. find ways to like transfix ourselves and just mm-hmm. changing the stories that we're telling and the stories yeah. that we are sharing and reading because they're there. Mm-hmm. But if we look at media today, just looking at, you know, the way that we consume these outlets, you look right. at magazines that are, you know, like dying off, like Teen Vogue is, mm-hmm. you know, just digital. So the way the world changes and just the <laughs> way we consume content, it's like we keep getting these reminders of things that we need yes. to do in order to mm-hmm. like grow our space. But Let's it's just expand. trying to find a way to. 
<laughs> exactly. Really right. expand mm-hmm. it and tell stories that people are going to be interested in because yes. a lot of the times we are apt to go to those stories because yeah. it's familiar or it's current and you know you got to give other things a chance if you want it to be a bigger a bigger place. So I thought it was interesting and like it said just about you know starting from a child standpoint mm-hmm. right because mm-hmm. if you don't start reading it listen. Oh. If you ain't inter- interested in reading by by kindergarten, if you ain't interested in reading by about the fifth grade, <laughs> okay, thank you. I was about to say kindergarten. <laughs> right? Were was, you interested? In kindergarten? Well, I was going to say like you know K through five. What by about the fifth grade? If you still haven't developed like an interest in reading like mm-hmm. leisurely, yeah. then more likely than not. It's mm-hmm. just something that you're not going to want to do and you're not going to yes. want to get into. So we do have to, like, you know, get into mm-hmm. the kids and give them stories and, and showcase other stories. I think now, too, we do see a lot of different stories that are being told for, um, like, African-American children or, like, mm-hmm. minority children that mm-hmm. are positive. Yeah. So it's important just, you know, Christmas gifts, like, that sort of thing to kind of continue to shed light on it so that we can find a way to expand. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's, Definitely. like we said, this children's books. Mm -hmm. So just to give a little background on this article, um, Bates College in Maine and then the Institute of Museum and Library Services basically partnered um, to assemble the Diversity Book Finder, which is a database of um, 1,300 diverse picture books Mm -hmm. um, to provide kids with well-balanced options for their reading list. So like um, immigration or environmental issues, and then the LGBTQ rights. Mm-hmm. So, remembering those topics, which are very broad and very mm-hmm. detailed, and can you know have conversations go on forever. Taking those topics and then pairing them for children, mind you, they're picture books. What mm-hmm. photos do you guys? Right. What photos are you guys getting in your heads that are making? you think, okay, this is appropriate for children. Because I know sometimes for we children. try to um, kind of subdue certain things to children, say like, oh, yeah. well, they're not yeah. old enough, their minds aren't ready for that, mm-hmm. um, they need mm-hmm. to wait till they get a little bit older so that they can understand what's actually happening, what's going on, what that means. Mm-hmm. Where yeah. do you guys stand on that? I, I do agree. Like, I feel like a, a kid should be able to understand it more. Um, everything in life and just general of adulthood, anything that's more grown, I feel like kids, they should be able to grow up a little bit, understand what's happening. So when the questions do come, they at least know something that's happening. The questions mm-hmm. are going to come regardless. That's yeah. just, they're going to come regardless. But it would be better if like they had a better understanding of the world and everything. Yeah, I think it's a... It's difficult to kind of balance or fine tune, but it is important because we can't say have these conversations about you want to diversify or normalize, but you still want to just limit it to the the box or the way that you view the world. Mm-hmm. So you got to give kids more credit because they maneuver and they live in a world that is very diverse. They're likely to see, you know, same-sex couples down the street or just all of these things that you want to mm-hmm. control. But if it's in a book or if it's in an image or if it's on the TV, then you feel like it's too close for comfort. You want to still kind of control the space and, and still, you know keep it under the guise of I I still want to normalize and diversify things. The only way to truly do that is to do it. So I think it is a balancing act. I wouldn't want children to be exposed to too much prematurely, but at the Mm -hmm. same time in everyday life, they are exposed to circumstances and they take notice of things that we don't even, you know, make clear. Like um, being um, 
perfect example. So for me, like being in a relationship with a guy and having like younger siblings or nieces mm-hmm. and nephews. Now it may be a situation where I'm not when I'm not running around claiming or talking about having a boyfriend or this and that. But they still are going to see and interact and have their own perspective mm-hmm. of it. So you can only shield and shape them so much. You can try it, but it doesn't mm-hmm. mean that they don't see it or they're not impacted by it. Just right. as if they would um, if it was on TV or if it was in a book. It's only so much we can kind of try to protect them from. I think it's important to still like navigate that space. Because ultimately, you want a child to be able to remain a child, but... If mm-hmm. you want them to have a different perspective and to grow up not seeing everything as negative or one-sided, then you mm-hmm. got to be willing to take the chance on that type of exposure. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for me, it's just a matter of, like, what visuals mm-hmm. can, you know, they use for right. children but right. still get their point across. I think, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, LGBTQ is a little – we see that a lot, but I think it's a lot easier to draw that versus yeah. immigration – environmental issues right right how do you they did do a little bit of that with like disney and stuff like they they did it with um when they did like the proud family they did a immigration episode right (laughs) but it wasn't just pictures that was tv there was right there was but we're just dealing solely from a book like a picture book but i'm saying like kids in general like with stuff like that that's just racism just let's just say the word racism there are kids that deal with it. Right. I, I mean, I, to your point, I think, to Tori's point, I, I definitely get it. Um, I think it's just trying to find a balance. Because we get mm, that these things going on gotcha. in the world. But if I'm just an illustrator and I want to do a picture book for children and I gotcha. want to address immigration or environmental issues, what How does that you look put, like gotcha, without gotcha. voices, without right. sound, without characters? How mm-hmm. do I show them? How do they mm-hmm. learn this? Mm-hmm. So, got you, got you. Yeah. Makes sense. Well, I think it's a great start. Mm-hmm. We definitely uh, need this. I'm interested to see how they portray it. Really, I'm, mm-hmm. I might go that <laughs> face myself just to see yeah um, what's out there. Um, but moving on, we have a Shanta quote. Yes, mm. uh, Lenisha, would you like to read it or would you, do you want me to read it? Um, let's see. You come. Somebody read it. I'll read it. I'm just. I just. I just know. <laughs> Since this came from Lenisha, Darn. Lenisha is the one that found this. I figured okay. she might want to read it because when I read it, mm, you don't want to know my first thoughts. Okay, so her quote, at some point you have to make a decision. Boundaries don't keep other people out. They, they excuse me, they fence you in. Life is messy. That's how we're made. So you can waste your lives drawing lines or you can live your life crossing them. Why are you making a thank face? <laughs> because I I feel like maybe I'm not quite understanding what she's saying, or maybe mm-hmm. I don't want to accept what she's saying, or maybe yeah. she's the wrong way. I don't know. Maybe we're I don't know. Portraying I it differently. Like, or kinda, right. Yeah. That's why I'm like, yeah. what do you guys Maybe think? we're missing the reference. Because mm-hmm. to me, too, I, I don't know what she's referencing here, but I feel that um, boundaries are an important part of life as well. I That's feel exactly. Um, you know, it's mm-hmm. different It's different things. And I just heard, like, I went to church and they were preaching about boundaries, which is interesting. But there is a time to make boundaries. There mm-hmm. is a time to respect boundaries. And there is a time to break the boundary and to Absolutely. get through it. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. just to put something out like that and just say that you should just live life, you know, balls to the walls and, you know, doing what you want and, yeah. you know, breaking boundaries. I, I don't think that that's... Um, 
See, uh, probably the best advice in I the world. It's too much of that. I'm thinking, I agree with you. I agree. So we gotta, I got it. your back. Okay. I'm thinking of as just a creator in general, like just creativity just in general. Okay. I'm thinking about how people always follow the rules to get to where they need to be when sometimes you do need to, some people, they bend the rules. A lot of the most successful people, they bend the rules and they're very creative with it to get to where they need to be. So she's not saying like all the time, break the rules. Sometimes you just need to think outside of the box. Well, sometimes you she just didn't need to say break the- sometimes. <laughs> and... <laughs> You're just making our point because you said sometimes. I mean, I agree for sure, but I think the, I don't know, not, I don't know. I think when you're a role model, when you have this voice, when you have a platform, it is mm-hmm. important to kind of, you know, monitor or just, you know, look at the impact Clarify. of what you put out. Yeah, it needs to be super duper clear. It's a quote. Because, we don't need to get all detailed well, into it. Well, that's the point I'm making. <laughs> it is a quote. And so I get if you're speaking to a creative, but at the same time, um, and shout out to just one church, I because I went there and this was the <laughs> word, but Sarah Jakes Roberts, she was just saying, you know, if you want to change like a culture, you have to respect it first. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. to be a creative I get it you got ideas you want to go and you want to break boundaries but it is important to make sure you're doing it at the right point you got to respect the situation you got to get your feet wet you got to do what you need to do and then try to cross the line because if you just coming out here trying to break boundaries also you can put yourself in a position to not work because you're doing the most and now nobody wants to deal with you exactly and to even follow up on that not all of Shonda's fans are creatives True. Right. So it's like, okay. okay, when you do make a statement or a quote, you can't just think about the people who are following you because they are recreative because you are creative, but think mm-hmm. about all of the people. Mm-hmm. So those people who, who tune in just because they are a fan of your show, they would never want to write, direct, yeah. act, or anything. Mm-hmm. They just think you have a good show. Well, think about also in just dreaming perspective, not saying creative, just dreamers that say they have a dream they want to be so-and-so but their parents tell them to be this do you follow what your parents say and stay in the box that's the safe career path or are you gonna break the rules a little bit step outside of the line and go for the career path that you want to go to but are you breaking the rules or crossing the line when you're doing something that's placed in your heart Hey, yeah. it's their rules. That's you are breaking question. the rules. But is that a rule? And even <laughs> if that's the case, you're going to do it when you know to do it. True, like, true. I, I'm not, at, at 16 years old, uh, my advice to you wouldn't be just, oh, I want to, whatever I want to dream of, I'm going to just go after it and leave home. My family thinks I should go to school or go to college or get a degree, but mm-hmm. I'm not going to do this because I've got this great big old dream and I need to follow it instinctively. No, I don't I don't think that that's the best advice. I think that you should follow your dreams, follow your passion, follow your purpose, but you need to navigate it in a way that is still going to you know, that you can still live in the world. And that what also if the navigating goes, involves you stepping out of your Well, shell. I was going to say, <laughs> okay. based off what he said, that's when boundaries come in. Right. Because mm-hmm. as you get older, as you pursue your dreams, and as you become an adult in society, your parents take on a different role, role. than when you mm-hmm. were a kid. For sure. So there is that point in time where you have to understand your boundaries as far as relationships and what your child wants to do or whatever, with your parents versus, you know, when you're coming up in their house. Yeah. True. Um, Can I say (laughs) something real quick? Um, So this is an interesting quote because I think it could be interpreted in many different ways depending Mm -hmm. on, like, where you're coming from. Because I got something somewhat 
different from like I think all of you. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Mine, I, I got the way this. the way I read read it was like uh, it's about like being open with uh, your mind, mm. um, because once you're closed minded, you you get stuck in your uh, certain ways of, of of thinking in a certain way. Right. And that's never. A g- I, I don't think that's a good thing. I think as pr- as people, we must grow every year. Mm-hmm. And so when it says like you can't waste your line, you wa- you can't waste your lives uh, drawing the lines. That's mm-hmm. kind of like mental net lines, as in uh, like opinions that you just put yourself in a hole and you're never able to get out of that same opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, like for instance, like just uh, just to keep an uh, an example, um, just like the uh, say Trump supporters, like. Um, at first thought, y- your mind is to, to close them off, but th- and to really um, see or see where they're, where they're coming from, and then have them listen to where you're coming from. You have to let them in, in a sense where you have to be able to see where they're coming from, go into their perspective of mind, mm-hmm. be open to what they're thinking, and be okay. I get what you're saying, but look at my perspective as well. And you right. have to, in a sense, you have to assume that they will take in your perspective as well. Mm-hmm. But um, it's a, it, it all starts with being open with your mind, and don't get don't don't get boxed in like it says don't mm. the, the, uh, they fence you in in a sense those thoughts fence you in into a certain way that you live your lifestyle and how you affect everyone around you that perceives those opinions that come ra- come out from you so that's how i got it See, I, okay. I, like take it I, like I, I like his. Okay, Anthony, <laughs> that was our engineer. I was thinking about uh, just creativity, but like I like your version. I know. Um, okay, <laughs> let's go with that one. We're gonna go with shout that. out to Anthony. Thank Follow you. Your dreams. Don't Holding stay inside down. the box. Uh-huh. Be like Taco Bell and get steak outside the box. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. God. Okay. <laughs> On that, note. that's well, Lenisha, uh, yes. corny lines. <laughs> Time to liven up just a little bit. <laughs> Um, thank you, Anthony. But moving on to Shonda Rhimes. Yes. Now, last week, I came with the playlist. Yep. <laughs> uh-huh. You guys like our new theme song? Okay. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I came with the playlist last week. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. You know, my co-hosts were a little taken away. <laughs> They weren't expecting any of that. She did her thing. I, 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 I'm actually going to pat myself on the shoulder. You should. I was like, oh. shoulders. Whoa. I'm happy because about it. I was like, okay. Like, we got a little bit of variety. It didn't just come mm-hmm. from one, sh- uh, one show. But then Keith <laughs> yes. sent his playlist to us. He came on with the come on. What he, can I say? <laughs> he is in charge of the playlist this week. And honestly, I'm excited for you guys to hear it. Yes. But, uh, I think he might be giving me a run for my money. <laughs> you know, what can I say? These girls did not think that I was going to come through. In the text messages, they were scared. very much trying to remind me, don't forget the playlist. So I did my good, good homework. And I went through and I found a playlist uh, for this week. So I used um, <laughs> Scandal and How to Get Away with Murder because those are the shows that I watch. And it was interesting to see kind of the playlist because they are a little bit different between the shows. So mm-hmm. I just kind of went through this season and found like my favorite songs from different episodes. So for Scandal, season seven, okay. starting off is a classic Stevie Wonder, um, All in Love is Fair can't go wrong with that this was in the uh very first episode of the season um it was titled watch me 100 days into millie's presidency of course olivia is doing her thing um but of course she has to deal with the whole fit situation and so the the song was definitely 
appropriate. I was just about to say it's, yes. Yes. it was definitely appropriate yep, for this was, scene. Exactly. It's a little, it all makes me think of like a whole rain scene. Like you yeah. know how you're just standing in the rain and then you just you look back at the person. It's so dramatic. <laughs> like it, it's, it's very dramatic, it's, and I'm just like, okay. It's so dramatic. It's not, you know, that's yeah. not uplifting whatsoever. But it was perfect for the scene. It's not, Absolutely. and it's a beautiful song. I really, I really, really like that song. I've known it's like a, a jazz standard. Mm-hmm. Stevie Wonder did a cover, so that was one. And then, oh, what I want to say about Scandal with the songs, they all tend to be like soulful, a bit familiar, mm-hmm. kind of yeah, popular. Most definitely. Um, so right into episode two, they gave us Salt and Peppers, Push It, Push It Real Good. Um, <laughs> episode two was titled Pressuring the Flesh. Um, so this was when uh, Millie was president. She was hosting the dinner with President Rashad, who she wanted to get with on the low. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> um, I, I saw that. The coming. shade. I was like, just, just sleep with him already. The right? shade. <laughs> Olivia was putting Jake to work with, you know, the whole B six thirteen. Uh huh. She was going to work. <laughs> right. And then we saw like Quinn and them. They came to the party trying to find a client. So. That was mm-hmm. a good episode, and this is a good song. You can't go wrong with it. Okay, she was ready to get okay. it. They were all pushing it, to exactly. be honest. Every so, single one of them. It was so fitting. <laughs> and then the third song I picked from um, Scandal was TLC Waterfalls made its debut in episode yes. four. Y'all, so, please, I did not come on the show today to cry. Listen, well, you know, episode four was the one um, titled Lost Girls, where they mm-hmm. had, like, all of the girls who were missing. Um, they were trying oh, yeah. to find a plan to get Olivia back to her white hat moment. Didn't work. I remember mm-hmm. this, yes. Didn't work, but they had a bunch of good moments, um, you know, in with Quinn taking that case and them trying mm-hmm. to find the girl. And then they had, like, the bomb situation with President Rashad. Yeah. He was there for a while. I was sad mm-hmm. to see what happened to them, but... That's yeah, definitely a familiar song. I was like, dang, Olivia. Yeah, that's she's, she's Olivia's not playing. She's she trying to blow both she of them. She is not playing around. She's such a different person, but <laughs> we'll see how that goes when it comes back in January. Okay. And then so How to Get Away with Murder, which I love. I think the acting, like it's super drama, it's super impactful. But looking at <laughs> the playlist for How to Get Away with Murder is so super different because the music it helps but it's more um suspenseful it's much much more showing up like the moment of like the thriller impact mm-hmm. of the show whereas scandal is just into like your feelings and and emotions so how to get get away with murder episode three they gave us a popular song um jay balvin and willie william mihente mm-hmm. um they didn't give us the one with beyonce but <laughs> they gave us the Mihente, which everybody loves. Um, like he I said, to this in Zumba. Okay, um, it's a good one. But this was in episode three. Um, this is different from a lot of uh, how to get away with exactly. Murder songs. That's why I picked one because this isn't one that's normal. But mm-hmm. episode uh, three was it's for the greater good. Annalise was taken on her case, um, realizing the stakes were super high. You had Laura and Michaela trying to figure out what's going on with Wes's right. death and then Connor. So it was it, it felt good. It's definitely different because all her other ones are very like dark. Like Exactly. Yeah. This was like the lightest one. I went through all mm-hmm. the episodes for the season to kind of find a feel good song. And Watch this was, me do it. I'm going to get them all depressed. This was the lightest <laughs> one I could find. 
Um, but so the second song for How to Get Away with Murder was a song um, called Mess, or it's called Lion by an artist named Saint Messa. Oh, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah. That's the one I was looking for. Yeah, I remember. Yes. That's why I picked it because when I heard it, I was like, oh, well, this is kind of a the good song. A lot of the out. songs, you just have to give them a chance and you can kind of get into it. But they gave us this one in episode. Was yes, it episode that's the one. Right, this is the okay, one that you I were really trying to... So I was like, where hear. is this song? Like, I was yeah, looking for Yeah, you couldn't find it. But episode five, um, Bonnie was super suspicious of Annalise mm-hmm. and her big case. Because, you know, Annalise was trying to do her big um, case. We had yes. the flashbacks revealing their longtime feud because mm-hmm. you know Bonnie was saying that she loved Annalise so we got to see like how they started up on like opposite sides yes. and just that whole situation so I thought that, that was, was a, an intense it scene. was oh, man. a lot and that episode <laughs> was, was titled like, I, love I Love Her, her. <laughs> I Love Her I lo- he's like say it again because you don't want to kill her like, so you, like, you love it her it was a lot but that gave us like super um, dark feels <laughs> and then my last pick for um, how to get away with murder was the episode 8 which we just saw Moses Sumney doomed uh, this was the episode that wait was okay in- say what you can without giving it away I'm not going to give it away but this okay. is the episode titled live 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 so we had Annalise with all this this is where we've been seeing all these flashbacks up until this point to figure out what's going yeah. on with them. So in this mm-hmm. episode, we got to see why we were seeing flashes of somebody the who maybe did somebody like an elevator. So <laughs> I just was like, the song just took me right into like yeah. this super like somber I, and I'm, you gotta see it. You know, <laughs> it was very graphic, and I did like shed a tear. It was a lot. You shed, you shed a tear. <laughs> I shed a tear, guys. I didn't cry, but um, it was intense. It was a lot, and the mm-hmm. graphic that they kept aspect us. of it, but that aspect of it just took you in. It mm-hmm. was a lot, and this is another reason why I think Viola's gonna win this award because oh, she now put, you're gonna make me. Catch now up. we're gonna she be like as soon as possible. Oh, I'm over here trying not to. Um, <laughs> Tell it for her, and she don't even watch the show. Okay, okay. Correction. No, but we try to convince watched, her. Too. I okay. watched the show. Yeah. I am behind. She's I am not the biggest fan. Well, but we gonna make her the biggest fan because this episode was y'all. I mean, honestly, so just listening to that playlist makes me like. I was getting chill, so yes. it was really I might good. Go catch up but, sooner than later. It was yeah. like each commercial, each commercial break, and everything. They kept saying graphic, graphic. And I was like. Oh, I watch. How to Get Away Murder is always graphic, but I didn't realize how, how graphic? graphic it was. Extreme, but that's my playlist. Ugh. Um, I don't know what we'll do for the next couple weeks, just because the show is, you know, off for the holidays. Mm-hmm. But um, I felt that you know I did my thing. Um, creating a playlist. You did so, uh, okay. You got me I a little bit skirt. Um, just a saying. <laughs> Give you a, okay, okay. A Keith, Keith coming with the playlist. Wait, 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 wait. That's it. Okay. We can move. <laughs> we got much time. <laughs> okay, Jeez. I like that. Well, I like that you ended with "How to Get Away with Murder" mm-hmm. because our "What Would You Do" stems from that show. So, in the winter finale, oh, Michaela, wait, we need our theme song. Oh. oh yeah, for what would you do? Yes. yes, what would you do? Hmm. Okay, now give it to us. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Michaela mm-hmm. gave. Laurel an option to leave, flee mm-hmm. the crime scene. 
She did. Yes. So my question is, if you and your friends committed a crime and you had the option to leave, but they had to take the fall, what would you do? What would you do? Well, <sighs> you know me. <laughs> I feel like I do a really good job of choosing my friends. I have really good interpersonal (laughs) relationships. And all my friends or the people in my circle are right. (laughs) Can we get that Jeopardy song up again? The people in my circle are ride or dies. Therefore, if I'm the person that needs to leave, I'm going to leave. And if I feel that somebody else should leave, then that's the best decision. Because watching the episode, I feel like... Yeah, they made it collectively because it it was the only way to kind of make sense of it and to get out of it. Granted, let's just be clear: in this quote unquote crime, nobody did anything. It was an accident. Yeah, so that's a little bit (laughs) that's a little bit different. Now, if I'm rolling with Lanisha and Tori, and you did it. Oh, that's a good one. Because if you put me on the stand, I'm not, I'm not finna, I'm not here to perjure myself for nobody. (laughs) But in this situation, I trust. Like, I ultimately, I really trust the people in my core circle. I feel like they, you know, we're gonna make the best decision to kind of get out of it. You know what? Then I'm gonna plot against you and be like, that was it. it. Oh wow. Okay, I see where you stand, Lanisha. (laughs) Quickly give us your answer. (laughs) A yes or no. (laughs) Let's see. Ah. I mean, with Laurel's situation, she was pregnant, but this is just in general if I committed a crime scene. If I'm the one that came up with the crime scene, I'm kind of a ride or die. But I'm going to suggest with y'all for all of us to leave the crime scene. That was impossible. Okay. (laughs) Okay. It's going to be a suggestion. Y'all all all leave with me. And then we all go to jail. Tori, what would you do? Because (laughs) we don't have time to go back and forth. Um, (laughs) Y'all can leave. We oh, can sneak out. We are all in this together. Mm-hmm. Nobody is leaving. If my, it's sure. just like if my friend got in a fight. I, I didn't start the fight. That's she true. didn't start the fight, but she in the fight. Mm-hmm. We're both gonna fight because I'm not yes. just about to leave you here. To but get this is so both of y'all going to jail. Laurel was the one that both of us go to jail. came up with the whole plan. Like if I came up with the plan, I'm sticking with y'all. I'm but it made sense. I'm gonna just say this, y'all hear y'all heard it first. Lanisha's going to jail because she wants everybody to leave. <laughs> Tori's going to jail because she wants everybody to stay. I'm doing what's gonna make sense to keep us out of jail. But we Not do want to because know. technically you're like what, what's keeping y'all safe. Anyway, y'all, we, that's a pack. We do want to know what <laughs> would you do. I expect, I really want to hear what people would do in this situation because it's kind of realistic a little bit. It's really a little did. realistic. So I if, think I was, I think mine was the best answer, but if, okay. You going to jail. If you're put into a <laughs> situation, if you're put into a situation where cops or the authorities are involved and things go awry, what would you do? Is somebody leaving? Like, how do we get out of this? Please let us know what you think. You can tweet us you can let us know in the live chat or you can even dm us on instagram hey instagram lanisha always weekly our instagram mm-hmm. account down so thank you guys for tuning in <laughs> this was fun we missed Elle marie she will be back next monday until yes. then yes i'm tori broussard you can find me on twitter and instagram at tori underscore broussard Yes, and I am Keith Andre. Follow me all over social media at Keith underscore Andre. And check me out Tuesday night at 10 p.m., 11 p.m. After no Buzz TV. Your show. This is us. It's so many of them, y'all. I get it twisted. <laughs> 11 p.m. Uh, oh, no, 10 o'clock p.m. This is us. This is us after show before we go on break. 
Elmarie, we miss you, and I can't wait to hear your answers. You guys can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Lanisha, spelled L-A-N-I-S-H-A, 914, okay? Don't forget. <laughs> Bye, guys. <Later. laughs> Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 